goes to the bucket. And then, as always, I'm going to have Mike, Hello. Claire, hey. and a pillow. There's Pete standing in, he's sick this week. So uh, yes, this is our show where we bring you the weekly world of the weird as found on the world wide web this week. Hey! Yeah, it's all the shit, the weird shit we found on the net in the week. We bring it to you in a one after the other, easy to follow, list style format. Let's have it. But first of all, shameless plug, follow us on Facebook, Cutting the Bull in the Post Truth Apocalypse, YouTube Apocalypse Bull, Spotify and SoundCloud, Cutting the Bull, in the PTA. I always feel like you're preaching to the converted when you're saying it like, while we're on here. No, you never know. You might get... You might tell a friend. Might be someone listening for the first time this episode, mightn't it? True. Maybe. And if this is your first time, welcome. I hope your trousers are moist. <laughs> right, okay. Man who faked being a lawyer but still won dozens of cases has been arrested. Hopefully he'll be defending himself. Hey. <laughs> He has been praised as a brilliant young mind who succeeded without traditional qualifications. So a fake lawyer who won 26 cases after reportedly stealing the identity of a real barrister has been arrested by authorities in Kenya. Legal officials have pushed for police to arrest a man practising under the name Brian M. Wender. They said the man was a masquerader who had stolen the identity of a real lawyer named Brian M. Wender Ntwiga. Despite not having any training, local media reported that Mwenda had won dozens of cases. <laughs> Fucking clear on the job! Dozens of cases, only watching them on crime and on courtroom documentaries. He's watched a few courtroom, good men. Courtroom dramas. He's watched a few good men, he's watched Devil's Advocate, and he's got to <laughs> enter the world, and he's made himself a fucking name. And Stowell, he's taken someone's name and he's been successful. They just want to keep this man down. If he hadn't have stolen the identity of another guy, what's the, what would the problem would be a problem, would the... Well, he wouldn't have got into the bloody court, no, would he? No, he wouldn't have. But What if the other guy was shit? It might well have been. As long as he hasn't killed the other guy, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, as long as he's not killed him and put him in a briefcase and left him in a dodgy <laughs> motel, yeah. <laughs> not that I've ever done that. <laughs> There's a bit of guilt coming through there. Just thought I was being oddly specific. Okay. The fake lawyer case, the BBC reported, has captivated the East African country with people both being amused and outraged. The Law Society of Kenya and the country's pub- director of public prosecutions has condemned Mwende's behaviour, but he's also gained several supporters whom he thanked in a video posted to social media last week. Yeah, Kenya's central organisation of trade unions. Man, they've got some organisations. Praised Mwenda as a brilliant young mind who had succeeded without traditional qualifications. And he has been supported by controversial former governor of Kenya's capital, Nairobi, Mike Sonko. He said when he appeared with Mwenda in a video, I would like to convey my gratitude for... Oh no, Mwenda says, sorry, not, not Sonko, Mwenda the lawyer, fake lawyer. I would like to convey my gratitude to the people that are supporting me and praying for me. In the fullness of time, I'll be able to clear this misunderstanding. And Sonka said he still maintains... Just, um, just let me go back to court and I'll clear yeah. this understanding. Yeah, let me defend my... He should be able to defend himself. Yeah. That's great. Stick it to the man. Yeah, fair play. He's not, he's not anyone, is he? I suppose. 
Well, he's won the he's won the cases mm. though, hasn't he? So Unless he was supporting terrible people. <laughs> Unless he was defending awful people and managed to get them off. Well, hopefully that's the whole legal system, isn't it? Hopefully Everyone's he was using a right to defend themselves. Oh yeah. Hopefully he was using his powers for good. Yeah. I like it. I'm I'm amused and not outraged at all. Cristiano Ronaldo could be sentenced to 99 lashes for adultery. Never going to happen. Not going to happen, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> just put a private jet and fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> he could be facing a punishment of 99 lashes for adultery after he hugged and kissed a woman on the cheek in Iran. What's he doing in Iran? I don't know, yeah. Unless it was a Champions League game or something. Ah, yeah, I believe it is. Reports in Iranian media have claimed that a number of lawyers have filed a complaint against a five-time Ballon d'Or winner following his interaction with Iranian painter Fatima Hamimi. You mean it's not Balloon Dior? <laughs> <laughs> it's Ballon d'Or. I'm saying it wrong all these years. Ronaldo was in Iran for Al Nasser's Asian Champions League group stage against Persepolis back in September. Hamimi, who is partially paralysed, had made a painting of Ronaldo and presented the 38-year-old with it. Reports added he then kissed on the cheek before giving her a signed shirt and putting his arm around the painter while they had a photo together. Oh, my God. Isn't the same sort of thing happened to a football manager? Is it Spain or some, something like that? He kissed one of the he football kissed, He kissed her on the lips and put his arm around her while she bit the, after she got a medal, wasn't it? That's a bit different, though. Just a little peck on the cheek. Yeah. Putting your arm around it because he painted a photo. I mean, painted a picture. Painted a picture, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not a bad picture. Yeah. Which one? I, I presume both. Well, none of them really look like him, do they? No, they don't. But she's partially paralysed. And you know what? She's partially paralysed, and I couldn't do better than that. Well, no, I couldn't do better than that, but. It, it... I could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, alright, Claire is quite arty, I'll give you. All right, Claire, I want to see a painting of Cristiano Ronaldo, please, and we'll compare. Art is subjective, you see. <laughs> <laughs> Don't throw that at me. I no, may not know no, art. I'm no good at faces. <laughs> I may not know art, but I know what I like. It's not bad. It's, you know, fair play to her. I'm surprised they're letting her do it in Iran. Well, it's not exactly known for its encouraging women to do much, is it? Iranian culture? No. It's pretty strict. No, so that's adultery in Iran, is it? Fucking hell. Apparently so. Wow. 99 lashes, fucking hell. I doubt he's going to get them. Because no. like you say, he'll just get on his private plane and fuck off, won't he? It'd be so funny though if he did, wouldn't it? You want to see Cristiano Ronaldo getting publicly lashed? Did, yeah. <laughs> Any particular reason? <laughs> I don't he's know. a bit of a smug cunt, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. He's got every right to be. He's won the Bloom Dior five times. Well, I know, but he's... Yeah, I never really liked him. He's a, he's a good footballer. He, I'm sure he's worked really hard to get where he's at. Yeah, the man's at like 6% body fat or something yeah. like that. He works with... Takes incredible care of himself. But Lionel Messi for me every day. Oh, on the messy cat on the messy cool. fence. Well, didn't R- Ronaldo move the Coca Cola bottle? Up? He did, yeah. So he's he's against the big corporations as well. Uh, yeah. Mike, oh, is he on. fuck? He takes money from every corporation he can get. Oh, wait, not Coca Cola. No, obviously not Coca Cola. But if he had, he wouldn't have moved it, would he? Mm. It was so funny though when he did move it, and then 
They lost billions on the stock market. <laughs> Instantly. <laughs> he said, he said, don't drink this to any kids. Said, don't yeah. drink water. <laughs> it's ridiculous anyway. You shouldn't have them kind of companies sponsoring sports. Like McDonald's and that. <laughs> I always find that quite funny. McDonald's sponsors sports. Well done, kids. You won a football match. Off to McDonald's. Sports washing in it. They're using it just to make their brand look but better. In McDonald's defence, they have trained a lot of grassroots coaches with that sponsorship money. Yeah, they've also given a lot of kids diabetes. They've also, <laughs> they've also given a lot of kids burgers and diabetes. But then if they play sport, at least I'll say fitter. There's pros and cons in there. Yeah. I mean, but like you say, someone of Ronaldo's level, a bit of sponsorship money, he's going to snap their hand off, isn't he? Unless it's Coca-Cola. Dead skydiver found on homeowner's front lawn. CCTV captures hard landing. Ouch. That's not what you find first thing in the morning, is it? (sighs) Not really. Uh, The property is just a few blocks away from a skydiving centre. An investigation is underway after the skydiver was found dead on the front lawn of a home in Florida. Oh, it's a Florida Florida man or Florida Florida woman. Yeah, I've always wanted to do skydiving, but then you read things like this, you think it kind of puts you off a little bit. Oh my God, I'm I'm looking to do a skydive soon as well, aren't I? Yeah, you are, yeah. The man's body was found on Saturday on the lawn of the property on Mary Lane in Tits... Titusville? T- t- Titusville. 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 <laughs> Titusville. The local fire department said he was wearing a, a parachute attire and gear with CCTV footage from the property captured the moment he landed. He was pronounced dead at the scene. The oh police, shit, he's the police just said in a statement. His parachute did open by the looks of it. There's a reflection of him in that car window look. Oh yeah. As he comes down from the CCTV. But yeah, it's clearly opened too late. Yeah, surveillance footage captured the skydiver descending from the reflection of the car parked in the front driveway of James Scoinia's home. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Scoinia told the station, I was asking the person that was laying on the ground, hey man, can you hear me? Can you hear me? But he didn't answer. Freak out though, wouldn't it fucking bloke just fall from the sky? <laughs> Jesus. He continued, look at the video, look what happened. Why did he fall so hard if all the safety mechanisms are in place? Something tells me there had to be a problem. Oh, he's a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> His shoot was cut. Maybe. Oh, he says, he also went on to say, I work in the medical field and that's the worst that I've ever seen. Oh, it's going to make a splat, isn't it? If... That's, yeah. There's going to be some pizza. Yeah, it's a bit of a shitter, isn't it? So the skydiving centre, I haven't named or said whether it's somebody from their company yet or... It's likely though, <laughs> like, isn't it? Very likely. Very likely. Oh, that's, that's why I'd never sky... I just don't want to skydive. If I was meant to be up that high and jump out of a plane, I'd have wings. I'm still going to go for it. Fuck it. Why not? I mean, like, 99.999 times, you're all right, aren't you? It must work, or people wouldn't do it. Yeah. But yeah, if you if you felt like that and you were risk averse, you wouldn't even you'd never get in a car. Cars are one of the biggest death traps around. There's a difference between getting in a car and jumping out of a plane. No, you're more likely to hurt yourself in a car. Aren't yeah, you? more likely to die. 
Yeah, but the percentage of the amount of cars compared to the amount of people jumping out of planes, there's a big difference there. Well, there is. What would I say is that you wouldn't do anything. You wouldn't leave your house, would you? Well, no, but that's an that's a, a, a very extreme choice to make. <laughs> You're not supposed to jump out of planes. As a, you know, the fall tends to do things, to the, and especially the impact. They do say if your parachute doesn't open, you're dead for you at the ground anyway. Chances are you've had a heart attack. What, because you've shat yourself? No, if you were going, right, time to open my chute, boom, nothing happens. Emergency, nothing happens. Chances are before the ground, you're going to have a heart attack and leave a stream of poo in the air behind you. <laughs> yeah. You know, just... Well, it's a risky take, I suppose. And then, of course, you just pizza. No. Street pizza, aren't you? <laughs> Street pizza. <laughs> All right, what's next? Soft nuts steal a hard blow to Britain. <laughs> what a headline. That's fantastic. The Brits have no shortage of remarkable little sporting contests who wish to occupy themselves. They race snails on cricket fields, eat poisonous nettle leaves for showmanship, and allow themselves to be chased downhill by rolling cheese wheels, even at the risk of being knocked unconscious. And of course, let us not forget the World Conquer Championship, a beloved autumnal competition wherein players take drilled and strung horse chestnuts, aka conkers, and mercilessly thrack them at one another until they break their opponent's nuts. As the Championship Organising Committee Chairman described it to the Wall Street Journal, it's just one of them mad little British pastimes. That you can't do in schools anymore. No. Because it's been banned across all schools, isn't it? Oh, I of course, it it's, was... it's a bit of conk in the eye. I think, no, I think, it was, I think it was banned back in our day, wasn't it? No, I think uh, conk in yeah. school. Yeah. According to some conker enthusiasts, though, a crisis of soggy nuts may have dealt a hard blow to this year's match, currently slated for October the 8th. The journal reports storms, heat waves, and generally wet weather have dislodged chestnuts from their branches too early, and there's some fear the nuts collected feel too mushy and small to satisfyingly smash against each other. Per the Independent, a setback of this scale hasn't taken place since 1974, <laughs> when hard nuts had to be imported from Germany of all places. <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> <laughs> Take it that seriously that they'd import some nuts. Yes. Can't they just go? Look, we've got soft nuts, so everyone's got everyone's got soft nuts this year. Why well, just bake them in the oven? Oh well, that's. A, I not, thought that was standard. No, that's controversial. That is. Well, you, you could if the nuts were soft. Mm -hmm. I don't see any issue with baking them in the oven. Apparently, it's called nut pimping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was nut pimping before you were even like. Oh. I was not been before as a thing, baby. Uh, <laughs> Clear nail polish is another trick. Yeah, yeah. Harden's done it. Yeah. Yeah, varnish as well. well apparently, that's forbidden. Nut pump, not nut pimping. I say nut pumping. Then nut pumping. <laughs> they usually say nut pumping, but in this case, what did you? <laughs> You're into both, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Pimp my nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It was the guy that used to do Pimp My Ride. Oh, no. He was a rapper, wasn't he? Oh, Ice Cube? No, no. It was a DX or someone like that, wasn't it? It wasn't like a well-known... I can't remember. Oh, either way. I want him to come pimp my nuts. Oh. Put a little fur hat on it and a scarf. What about sound system? So, video screens. 
like video screens on the back of people's mud flaps <laughs> and shit like that. It was crazy, wasn't it? Oh, pimp my nuts. With that in mind, certain enterprising conquer heads have been brainstorming creative solutions to get these nuts hard. James Atkins, who runs a smaller Conquer Cup tournament in Reading, England, told the journal that the nuts do seem to be getting softer and noted that he is now seeking mature Conquers, which tend to be more unyielding. Per the journal, one competitor, Charlie Bray, maintains that nuts get hardest after journeying through a pig's digestive tract. <laughs> so, you know, there's that. Isn't that nut pimping? Of a sort. Surely they're getting sort of fermented a touch as they yeah. go through the, the pig. Yeah, but who's, who's that serious? Let's fucking break this down. Who's that serious about I, I, conquering that you're willing to root through pig shit to find your conquer? You do know that about cat shit coffee, yes? No. Yeah, they feed the coffee beans to this cat in yeah. I can't remember what country mm. it is. I think Mike's brought it up before. And then they shit out... The, the beans and they, it's fermented them a touch and then they grind them beans and you got cat shit coffee. Was it shit or was it vomit? The cat shit, cat uh, shit coffee, yeah. Who's having that? <laughs> Who tried that, Ben? You know, yeah. pimping nuts seems like relatively. Well, yeah, it does. But normal. But rooting through <laughs> pig shit. Yeah. It's gonna give you that advantage and you're gonna become the champion then. Well, maybe someone one day was like, oh, I can't find any fucking nuts. Seriously? Yeah, other countries. <laughs> conquering other countries. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, others, still others claim that reports of mushy conquers are frankly overblown. Yanni Mack, organiser of the Waverley Valley Conquers Tournament, said, We do not hold with the idea there is a conquer crisis. I just take my stash, and Conkers are emphatically not softer this year. Contest organiser Christina Harrison, who helps out at a Conquer event for the Much Hadland Forge Museum, told the outlet the mushroom, the museum's ancient horse chestnut tree, has produced more Conkers than usual this year. The advice is keep calm and crack on, Conquer heads. Bake those nuts and break those nuts. Bacon, break and bacon break, baby. Bacon break, <laughs> bacon break, baby. <laughs> oh, I love the conquer crowns that those winners are wearing. Yeah. From, from the the queen, queen and king conquer twenty twenty two. Crowns with conquers on those are just oddly disturbing and. It's very British, isn't it? It's, yeah. You have conquer thrones. Mm. Wow. It is incredible. We're strange people. Yeah. <laughs> we certainly are. Moving on. Go on then. Woman caught with box full of giraffe poo hidden in suitcase at airport. Why? <laughs> a holiday maker wanting to make a unique necklace has been stopped no. importing oh. giraffe poo into the country. The woman was stopped at St. Paul International Airport in Minneapolis, Minnesota with the droppings in her luggage. Oh. Confused, the airport customs officials asked her why she was trying to bring it into the country following her trip to Kenya. She told them she wanted to turn it into a wacky necklace and has previously used moose feces to fashion to jewellery accessories in the past. Who's buying that? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Do you want to buy some of my shit jewellery? <laughs> it's the shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
This one's a moose. Got a giraffe neck, giraffe shit necklace here. It's one of a kind. Yeah. One of a kind. One of a kind. I collected this myself from Kenya. Kenya. Customs tried to stop me, you know, but... <laughs> the woman was selected for inspection by agricultural specialists at the airport. And the giraffe poo was destroyed by steam sterilisation. Like a smell coming, innit? In accordance <laughs> with protocol. Lafonda Sutton Burke. That's a hell of a name. That's a hell of a name. CPB's director of field operations for the Chicago field office said, "There's a real danger with bringing fecal matter into the U.S." Well, if I guess he, there is. If this person entered the U.S. and not declared these items, there's high possibility a person could have contracted a disease to this jewelry and developed serious health issues. They said that veterinary services permit is required for any feces bought into the country by an overseas traveller. Well, I guess they could... Yeah, you're handling shit, aren't you? <laughs> it's not good to be handling, whether it's giraffe or moose or whatever. You get a shit permit. Apparently. Yeah, you get a shit permit, yeah. As I just said, I'm your vet badge. I'm a vet. I'm bringing the shit in. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> well, why would you want to bring shit in? To make jewellery with? Just go back up to the picture again. Why is there a snail in the box as well? Just out of curiosity. Good question. That giraffe poo's quite boar-like, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Make some big beads out of that. You could, can you? Don't know about the smell is going to attract people. There's some odd people, isn't there? There is, there is. <laughs> Gee, there clean, cheaper giraffe shit necklace. I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> uh, this is Ooh, that's... <laughs> Woman cleans boyfriend's manhood every week to clear 20 years of build-up. Uh, oh, dear That God. is disgusting. So, podcast hosts were left mortified. After yeah, I have been left mortified, actually. Yeah. After a woman admitted that she'd been cleaning her boyfriend's penis each week for three years to get rid of 20 years' worth of build-up. What? So, so he hasn't how long has she been cleaning his penis? For three years, once a week. Fuck's sake, and she still hasn't cleaned it up in fucking <laughs> in three years. How cheesy is this guy's dick? <laughs> What did she say when he just whipped that out? Oh my god. I'm not sucking that, is what she said. Why is she still going out with him? She loves him. I just love your cheesy dick. (laughs) Oh, for fuck's sake. Right, on the hookup podcast with Dee Salomon and Pip Rasmussen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She had the host gasping at horror when the woman, woman was admitting the video on their Instagram page was aptly titled, First there was a mental load, now there is the dick cheese load. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So, after she told her that she cleans her partner's cock... She probed for more details and added, like, the foreskin on his penis don't come back all the way. We've gone to the doctor and everything, but they can't really do anything to help it. And he's got very funny about that sort of situation. Couldn't they have just circumcised him? Well, yeah, if it doesn't come back the whole way, yeah, he just needs a little... Wouldn't that just be, you know, just snip the tip? Yeah, maybe that's why he's got so cheesy as well. Well, that would be it, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so she went into intimate details how she cleaned her partner's genitals using a Q-tip. And lube. And lube. <laughs> and women were left baffled to why he couldn't just clean it himself. But she said his penis freaked him out <laughs> yeah. to the point that he wouldn't masturbate because of, because of it, leaving the host shocked, shocked and speechless. Right, one of the presenters said, I'm just like still trying to process that, that this was your job in a relationship to like clean your boyfriend's foreskin with a Q-tip. <laughs> Every week for three years. I mean, Christ almighty, why can't... His penis might freak. You gotta get over that shit. The, presuming this guy's like in his twenties or something. Well, not over that. He's twenty years of building. He's like thirty-five. Yeah. Fuck me. Terrible. I know. Yeah. Yes, mate. Just fucking tug your dick. Have a clean. Do basic hygiene. <laughs> get over it. I know. It's attached to you. There's nothing you can do about it. Like in the shower, just give it a clean. Yeah. It ain't hard. It takes a few seconds. <laughs> Oh, he might have like sort of mental, like you know, mental trauma. I know, but you've got to get over that shit. You've got twenty years of smeg. I know, but he might have been caught by his mom or somebody when he was younger with his dick in his hand, and then you know they've gone, "Oh, that's a naughty boys." <laughs> you know? Oh, you suggest? Are you suggesting an overbearingly religious mother? Or something? You, you never know. Oh. I'm, I'm feeling a bit of trauma coming from this. If he is like, what did it say? Like freaked out. out by his own penis. Yeah, you don't get many men that are freaked out by their own penis. Most of us love our penises. Yeah. Yeah, he's not. He's not. He's not right in the head. There's go. You might be right. There might be some kind of trauma. But I'm still, to to get your girlfriend to do that every <laughs> week. You your girlfriend through a bit of trauma. Every ain't week I? for three years suggests either you've got a mommy fetish, right? <laughs> Maybe his mum used to do it for him. I don't know. Uh, Maybe there's some kind of weird mummy fetish going on. And B, if you're a... Why the hell are you doing that for three years? I mean, really? Just the once? Would you... Claire, right? No, I wouldn't suck it. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't even going down that route, but fair enough. Why? Like, would you do that even once for a partner? No, I'd be like... I don't don't think I'd partner up with him, to be fair. I'd just be like... Clean, clean the cock and then maybe we can get it on but until then surely yeah 20 yeah, I just years don't know of build I, up I, mean, what? I, I just I wouldn't even entertain it I think I'd just like you know hightail and run at that point <laughs> yeah uh, yeah and not look back because <laughs> I mean god there's going to be some kind of infection going on with that surely oh you know doesn't bear thinking about smell yeah. Gotta he's, be. He's freaked out by his own penis. He's, he's got, you know, psychological issues. Definitely. I'd argue with I'd argue that's the case. Oh well. And on that non-bombshell, mm-hmm. let's end the show. I've been Ben. Thanks for listening. If you are a fake lawyer in Kenya, you know, keep going, mate. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. Which one? Yeah. What's that cushion? <laughs> no, no, he's not in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>